I laid down on my blanket, looking up at the sky, while participants slowly made their way out of the house to the yard for the next segment. My heart was really open from our last exercise, and the sunshine felt especially nourishing on my skin. Another participant tromped out to the yard and threw her blanket down, which landed on top of some of the flowers. I heard the plants scream in pain. You've entered into the world of alternate realities. Here, paradigms are shifted, minds are blown, and veils are lifted. Actual supernatural experiences are brought to life through storytelling by the people who experience them. Welcome to Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant, where the esoteric is explored and consciousness is expanded. Visit adventuresinmysticism.com to further your spiritual development through Leah's latest offerings. And now we continue with this episode's mystical adventure. It was an unusually hot day in San Diego. I was house and pet sitting for a friend of mine. Her neighborhood was fairly hilly, and so instead of working out at the gym or driving somewhere to hike, I decided to just walk around the neighborhood. It was midday and midweek, so no one was around. I walked by myself. I started off admiring various landscaping, then moved into practicing getting into a meditative state as I strolled. I was fully in the non-thought state, focusing on my heel-toe, heel-toe, heel-toe rhythm when I heard faintly, help me. I stopped. I listened. There it was again. Help me. I turned my head from side to side. I was the only one on the street, and the request was too close to be coming from a house. Was I hearing things? I looked down. A little worm was struggling on the hot cement sidewalk, only nine inches from the grass, but seemingly too dry to crawl to it. I bent down. Silently, I thought, do you need help, little guy? I heard a faint, yes. I took out my water bottle and sprinkled a little water next to the worm so it would roll toward him, cooling the pavement, but not blasting him. Then I poured water on my fingers, picked him up, and sat him in the grass. I could feel this barely present wave of gratitude. It sent warmth to my heart, and I smiled as I bid the little worm a happy day and continued on my walk. The next connection experience I had with nature was even more unexpected to me than the worm. I was attending a workshop that focused on calling in your twin flame. The couple hosting the event put it on at their home which had an expansive yard filled with grass, trees, and flowers. Since it was a beautiful day, 
they decided to do the afternoon portion on the grass out front. A large, nearly circular area of grass was surrounded by a semicircle of low to the ground flowers that looked similar to daisies, but I don't think they were. They spread out for at least six to nine feet in some areas behind the grassy part. I found these flowers to be quite mesmerizing and was admiring them as I walked out and picked my spot to sit. I spread my blanket out carefully, not wanting to smash any of the flowers. I laid down on my cover, looking up at the sky, while participants slowly made their way out of the house to the yard for the next segment. My heart was really open from our last exercise, and I felt the sunshine nourishing on my skin was especially lovely. Another participant came trotting out and threw her blanket down, which landed on top of some of the flowers. I heard the plants scream in pain. At first I thought it was a person, but the tone and pitch were not like any human I'd ever heard scream. I sat up and looked around. That's when I heard, help us, coming from under the edge of the girl's blanket. The girl had looked over at me when I sat up, so I said to her, your blanket is crushing the flowers. She shrugged, but drug it off of them. I watched as the flowers seemed to shake themselves back to a fluffy state again. Thank you, I heard in unison from four or five of the now freed flowers. Fascinated by this experience, I looked up whether plants can talk and found all kinds of scientific research about plant and flower communication. While none of it spoke specifically to a flower talking out loud, the fact that plants are capable of communication via vibration meant to me that I was somehow translating the vibrations they were sending into words I could hear to assist them. I believe that the same concept applied to my next nature connection as well. I worked briefly with a spiritual teacher who taught what he said were druid practices. One involved a certain kind of communication with trees. Although I had heard that trees form an intricate communication system with one another through their roots, I'd not experienced any dialogue with trees individually up to this point. The practice was to be done for a certain number of days initially. It had specific steps that needed to be followed precisely. Like a good student, I meticulously did the practice every day. I used a grouping of trees right outside my front door since they were close. Although I did the practice day after day, I didn't feel or hear anything until around day 10. On that day, I woke up and felt connected with a tree on the opposite side of my townhouse that I had not been doing the practice with. In fact, I had been using pine trees and this was a palm tree. 
it invited me to do the practice with it. However, it suggested I change up one of the items in a small way. So I did, and what a perspective change. It was as though I could see through the highest point of that tree. I was able to look in all directions and see the houses and the businesses and the roads. Now keep in mind, I was laying in bed, but seeing through the top of the tree. It was like a fast track to a 360 degree view of wherever I might be that had trees high enough to be over the buildings. I was so excited and I shared this discovery with my spiritual teacher. He wasn't so thrilled. I had broken my practice as I was to do it. And I was told to start over with day one and not to deviate from his instructions. He warned that I was not ready for the advanced lessons that palm tree had invited me into. I trusted that nature would not mislead me. So this brought me to one of the many dilemmas that resulted in me parting ways with that teacher. My communication with plants following these encounters has continued. My house plants tell me when they want water. Various other flowers vibrate what I interpret as a smile when I walk by them. And I've even had trees warn me of coming bad weather. What all of these experiences with nature have taught me is that nature is always communicating. Are we listening? Thank you for tuning in. Next episode, I'll share my adventures with child spirits. Until then, remember that your spiritual journey is a supernatural adventure in and of itself. Enjoy the unfolding and embrace the unknown. Thank you for joining today's Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant. To go on more journeys with Leah, subscribe now. To step more fully into your spiritual role of bringing about a positive high-frequency future for humanity, visit adventuresinmysticism.com.